2: Hello and welcome to Hyperspace Hangout, a podcast by Star Wars fans for Star Wars fans. I am Matt Starwind. And I am Ezra Skyhopper. Welcome aboard the Outcast. This is the place for all Star Wars fans where we discuss your thoughts and theories about a galaxy far, far away. Lindsay, my question is this. What the hell is going on? Okay. What the hell is going on in Star Wars?
3: Everything and nothing, all at the same time. <laughs> I, Utter panic is what's going on.
2: It's crazy. It's crazy. My phone's been blowing up all day long. I don't know what all to do. Weekend, I bet. Yeah. Well, I think since,
3: since Friday night, right out the gate.
2: Right. Yep. For sure. For sure. And uh, I don't know. I was. I was talking to. We have a mutual friend. Uh, shout out to David Fogel over at the Contingency Plan Podcast. Uh, who was talking to me, and he said, this was Saturday, he said he he was speaking with uh, the the Lady of Lore, Lindsay Gaddadi herself, from Clashing Sabers, and he, he was like, that was the only way I would believe what he told me, right? Because he was telling me about this situation in which one of my favorite characters pulls out a red lightsaber and is wearing a dark cloak, and the way he described it, I was just like, there's no way. There's no way. This is impossible.
3: I had the same reaction. And I actually, I recorded my reaction. Oh, wow. And you can see me staring at my computer. And at first it says, you know, dual lightsaber. And I am freaking out. I'm there clapping. I'm cheering. (laughs) And then you can see in the video, my face just drops. Yeah. And I start going, okay, so one source is saying something that I don't think is true. I'm not even going to say it out loud yet. Yeah. Now I'm seeing it from two uh-huh. now it's three, and you can just see as more and more people post <laughs> on Twitter, I just like I sit back in total disbelief, yeah, and it just gutted me.
2: that's crazy. I mean, we were doing we're working on a studio we're we're down in southern Ohio and he tells me this, and I literally stand up. I, I just first of all, I, I wanted to call him. I I pulled a Luke on him. I was like, "That's impossible!" <laughs> I was like, "There's no way." And I just walked off. I just had to walk away from what he was telling me. And I I was almost like pissed. And then he then he said that you were his source. You had kind of heard it from other people, and so because we knew that you were kind of uh, keeping up to date with everything. And and I was like, "No flipping way!" So, well, I mean, that's that. Back to the question: What the hell is going on with that? Like, how is how is this even possible? Why why does she have a red lightsaber? What's what are your thoughts? All
3: right, all right. So we're gonna jump into my initial theory, which I think it could still be kind of grounded in it, um, and then of course some of the more popular theories. Right. So just to be clear, just for everyone listening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And be totally clear, we are absolutely referring to the footage that was released. uh, We're recording this Monday night. It was released earlier this morning. But the lucky people at D23 got to see it on Saturday. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we've been sitting with the knowledge that at the end of, they're not calling it a trailer, just the special footage, Ray is standing there with a... Dual bladed red lightsaber. and we'll get into more of the specifics of the lightsaber because I think that's gonna be important. okay. Um, but what on earth does that mean? All right, so mm-hmm. I I'm assuming that like a lot of other people, at least I hope I'm not the only one who had this reaction, on Saturday, as I'm reading it and I'm I'm staying up to date with all these live feeds and on Twitter and different blogging sites, and one by one, everyone's coming in saying it's it's a red lightsaber. Yeah. And when that's all the information you have to go on, it is like a swift kick to the gut. yeah, it just destroys you because we we love Ray. and I know there are people who have their dark gray theories, and of course she's gonna turn no, Star Wars <laughs> is about hope. Star Wars is meant for kids. Disney or no Disney. it was always Lucas uh, George Lucas's intent. To make this uh, a hero journey about hope, so why on earth would we have Dark Ray, you know, come in? Finally, this strong female figure come in and just turn on us. There's no way it happens. Can we agree on that at least?
2: Yeah, yeah. There's there, there's no way. I mean, okay. the, the, I I didn't see it coming. There's this is the one thing I thought. I actually said they they wouldn't do that. That's what I kept saying over to, to yeah. David. I was like, they wouldn't do that.
3: And plus, it's, it's J.J. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He is the master of misdirection, especially this early on. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one thing, you know, we, uh, for Last Jedi, if you remember about two weeks before the movie came out, there was a TV spot where Rey is standing with the Praetorian guards and she has Kylo's lightsaber and it's out of context and it's, you know, oh my God, it's dark Rey. Right. Right. This is obviously a little bit more. Um, and mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. interesting seeing it, right? But when I first heard about this and after I digested it a little bit and I sat with it a little bit, um, I was just going off the sheer fact that Ray was wearing all black and she had a dual red lightsaber. Yeah. So without seeing it, I'm trying to envision this and see what could be going on while still keeping in mind everything else we know and everything else we've seen. Mm-hmm. So my very first theory, and I want to hear your thoughts on this. Okay. Um, you know, of course, it's flushed out. It's changed a little. But Saturday, as I'm sitting here, I figured, you know what? It has to be that she made it into one of Palpatine's observatories. Okay. And that's how she starts to hear some of the voices, hear his laugh, is because she's in this place that's almost haunted by him, whether it's through relics. It's like a horcrux type deal. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I, you know, there's some kind of essence of him. And when she's in this observatory, at some point she needs to fight. She needs to defend herself. So she grabs the first thing she can, being a red lightsaber yeah, and then she goes into fight mode. So that was my, my original theory without actually seeing a lot of, um, you know, where she's standing, the background, yeah. things like that. So what are your, your thoughts or what were your yeah. initial reactions on Saturday?
2: Well, yeah, I, I think I was kind of thinking the, a similar thing uh, just in that it, it has to be just out of necessity that she would, need a saber like that. Um I even kind of thought, without seeing it, not really understanding the facial expression and all that kind of stuff, I thought, well, Luke wears black, you know, there there's there's a possibility that she just has a darker garb because she's infiltrating some place. And I thought that's that's probably all it is. And people are just making this a big deal and it's it's not it's gonna be like you said with The Last Jedi. It's gonna be something that's clearly like, okay, that's just to make us, you know, <laughs> freak out a little bit, but this is, it's more once you see it. But yeah, when w- without seeing it, that's that's sort of what I thought originally, I guess.
3: So. Yeah, and then today when we see it, it's it's totally different, you know? And of course, the past two days before this came out, everyone's talking about, well, maybe it's, it's a vision, you know? And mm-hmm. I felt like that was kind of a cop-out at first.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: You know, you can't show this vision or something like that but now after seeing it, I'm wondering if it is in some ways a vision. Okay. But not necessarily the way everyone else thinks, you know, it's, it's just a vision. Um, I want to go back to in Empire Strikes Back when Luke sees himself wear the mask. And maybe it's, it's that kind of not just a vision, but a real test for not even Rey, but for Kylo. Okay. and to say this is what could have been you know and and there's of course some other things in this quick little shot that strike me number one is the unique background you know when you lighten it up when you look at it from very different minor parts of this photo mm-hmm. it's a weird background you know part of it glows part of it, looks like it's you know some kind of stone or old steel but it's not anything that looks familiar to us it's not that we can say oh she made it into death star 2 and we can't say she's back on tantive 4 you know it's it's something really new so that i thought was weird um the other thing is of course her very stoic facial expression you know people equated it to she seems hypnotized or possessed. Um, But the thing that kind of not freaks me out, but I was taken aback by immediately, like I was watching this at work and some of my friends at work go, there's no way this is the first time you saw it because no one would pick up on this little detail right away. But immediately I found that um, now a few hours later, I'm willing to say I found that ring that she's wearing. Yeah. At first, I actually thought it might be the bandages that they use in Dooku Jedi Lost as like a cleansing or healing ritual. Um, but it does look like a ring, maybe the one Leia is wearing. Right, right. Um, other people are saying Snoke's. It's definitely not Snoke's ring. Right. It could still be from Mustafar. It could be something like that. But it's definitely not Snoke's ring. Um,
2: yeah, and it's. Can I ask you real quick? So just the the. The Dooku jedi lost thing I, I i um is that what that is because I, I kept remember re- remembering that being a a thing they went through the whole um ritual and stuff but like is that what that would look like i guess what, what was i don't it?
3: think just necessarily around the fingers they were doing it around their whole arms but yeah that's yeah. kind of what i pictured it looking like like a leather band type thing
2: okay gotcha yeah yeah okay that's interesting and then yeah, the ring. I I saw some people kind of talking about that. That was that's interesting to think that it would be Leia's ring, but then what would that mean? I mean if if it were her so,
3: ring. So I'm the more I think about this, the more I think my very, very, very original theory about Palpatine's laugh mm-hmm. is right. All right, because we are all right now in this vacuum of talking about dark ray. And we think Dark ray is the biggest thing to come out of this trailer, and that's what the story is about. I think it's important. I think it's a very small piece of what they showed us, though. All right? Yeah. So let's, let's think about the rest of the trailer and the things we've seen. Um, there is, and Fogel pointed out how old they look, but there's hundreds and hundreds of Star Destroyers. And they're all in not even formation, but they're just there. Yeah. They're in line. They're not really doing anything. It doesn't look like they're going anywhere. They're just in this line. Uh And, of course, they're not, as Fogel pointed out and some other people since then that I've seen point out, um, but they're not First Order. Those are Imperial Star Destroyers. And again when we look at the background it's that creepy glowy blue. You know, I think there's even just a very clear bolt of lightning there, but it's this weird glowy blue. Yeah. Um there is the scene where Kylo lands on the snow planet that I can't remember the name of it right now, but I think it's where Zori Bliss is going to be. Okay. Um but Kylo lands on the snow planet and there is once again that kind of Creepy blue background this time with a very clear lightning bolt. Yeah, um, there's even a little bit of blue when we see um, Finn in the cockpit of it looks like some kind of um, Rebel bomber or Resistance bomber. But there's there's all this stuff that just seems out of place. All right,
2: mm-hmm.
3: and then there was even a very. Tiny, tiny, tiny additional, not even full sizzle reel that was leaked on Friday. Yeah. Um, part of it showed Kylo opening up a container and it had the rest the rest of Darth Vader's mask. Right, right. And it's like he's collecting all of these pieces of Vader, all right? So we can't just look at Dark Ray and think, this is it, this is the be-all, end-all, here's the Holy Grail. Mm-hmm. We have to look at dark gray and say, "How does it fit into all these other weird things that don't make sense, and we don't know how they got there?"
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So I yeah. just want to recap my original theory. This is the Palpatine
2: what's theory, right? Or which which one you on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The okay. the
3: Palpatine War of Worlds and how this could all kind of yeah interconnect. All right. So my very original theory. At Celebration, see the trailer for the first time, hear Palpatine's laugh, talking about all the things it could be. And I had mentioned that one of the most important lines in The Force Awakens that I think gets overlooked is when Kylo Ren's there and he says to Vader's Mask, I'll finish what you started. Right. <laughs> Everyone assumes that's kind of, you know, global domination. I don't. And especially, especially now, the more material we get, the more I think this. At the time, I was really just going off the Vader comic by Charles Soule. That was all about Vader trying to bring Padme back from the dead and how that was his original goal, and that's why he rejoined the Sith. Mm -hmm. Now we have Vader Immortal, and we had episode one, episode two is coming out soon. But it focuses on just that. It really, really drives home the point that Vader didn't necessarily want to rule the galaxy. Vader wanted to bring people back from the dead. Yeah, I think that's still what Kylo Ren was after and is after, and I think that's why he killed Han Solo and that's why he's so torn about it, because he thinks I can kill him now. I'm if I do this, right? It's just a stepping stone, and I'm gonna be able to get him back later.
2: Okay, okay.
3: I think that this could still all play into that because to me all of the scenes that have that kind of creepy blue background that creepy creepy blue light lightning yeah it's really reminiscent of palpatine showing us the world between worlds and all the different possibilities that can be so i think this could be a way where maybe kylo finally accomplishes this mission and he goes into the world between worlds maybe he's seeing okay but if i if i do this if i start to change history here's all these other different possibilities wow you know here's the empire with hundreds and hundreds of star destroyers and they're still at power here's ray who i have this connection with i have this attachment to with maybe even you know a ring from mustafar and she's in my position and she turns dark and this mm-hmm. could be all what turns her but i still think it's it's all Connected some way. Yeah. And to me it's it's that weird blue background but it has to all fit in. You know, so many theories that yeah. could explain Dark Ray discount everything else we've seen. And so many theories explaining everything else we've seen discount Dark Ray. And we sure. need to have one cohesive way to wrap all of this up together.
2: Yeah, so that, that's interesting. I mean, to go... <laughs> wow. I mean... I how dangerous is the world between worlds, right? It's, it's like the things you could do there. It just seems you, that's. Oh, it's endless. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so imagine if, 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 he got there and he was able to, I don't know, c- can you see what, um, oh gosh, like different, uh, I don't know, like, like timelines or different, uh, what your impact would be. I mean, what, what would he, it's crazy to think about what he would see there. And, and is that what you're kind of saying that he would maybe see, um, what things would look like if, if Vader hadn't uh you know, turned back or if, if Ray you know, yeah, would, would Ray be in his shoes, as you say, and he would see all those things. So that's really we might get a moment where where he's seeing that uh and, and that's that's that explains
3: Yeah, he has some kind of decision to make. I mean so if if you remember when we saw the World Between Worlds mm-hmm. with Ezra, yeah, he had the option, he goes in and he enters and he could see his parents again. He could alter everything he's already done. He would never be a Jedi. He would never join the Rebellion, and he would never have helped really ignite the Rebellion into what it was. But... He could have his parents back, and he could have that life. And he sees that timeline, but he also realizes everything he would sacrifice. Mm -hmm. At the same time, he's forced to relive some of the worst moments he's ever been through. So he goes in, and he has to relive Kanan dying. He has to relive, and this one he does change, but Ahsoka dying. Yeah. And he he has to see that. So we know that that's an option. We know that Kylo could go in and he could re-see everything. And we also know he could be tempted by what could change. Gotcha.
2: (gasps) Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. What if? Oh, boy. Yep.
3: All right. So now I'm thinking, so when we saw Palpatine do it to Ezra, um... Oh, and by the way, too, this would all explain how we get Palpatine's voiceover, how we get his laugh, without him necessarily coming back from the dead. Yeah. Um but all right, so here's here's where it gets fun now. Here's where we can speculate together. Mm-hmm. Um this is just some ideas coming to mind. What if too I mean we we have the picture of Luke and R2 standing there in Vanity Fair spread, right? Yeah. What if when Kylo goes in, it's not Palpatine showing him everything? What if when Luke gives himself up to the Force, he now has this ability too? And he uses this as really his scare tactic when Kylo gets there to say, hey, here's why you can't change anything. You know, because why would Palpatine... Yeah. Not want Kylo to do certain things. Sure. Why would Palpatine want to scare him with something like Dark Ray or, you know, the Empire at large? No, Luke would want to show him those things.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, to dissuade him from from making uh, that choice. Yeah. Now, the other question I have here, just before we get into even more speculation, like going to this place is... I mean, he, he would go there, but he wouldn't understand what he was walking into, kind of like Ezra did. And he would get in there and be exposed to it. Maybe he sees a few things um, that uh, he's not being guided by anybody, but he just kind of aimlessly walking around and sees a few things. But is he going there to try to learn how to bring people back? Do you think that's what his, in, his initial kind of um, push is? Is that like the seeking of knowledge like leads him to this place?
3: Right now, I think so, only because we don't have anything else to go on.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I'm wondering if when we get closer and we start to get more things, like in the uh, book coming out, Force Collector, Yeah, you know, we know that's not actually about Kylo, but depending on what we learn there, um, I think as we get more things in Resistance Rebo- Reborn, maybe we'll learn a little bit more about his relationship to Leia. So until we have a better understanding of what his life was like from ages like, you know, 10 to 18. Mm-hmm. It's hard to say what it really is he wants other than I will finish what you started.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, gosh, w- when he says that, and, and you, you think it's that, it's it's to achieve this power of, of bringing people back from, from dying, right? And then so maybe he... Because I could see somebody getting... Fascinated with that idea and wanting to, he he's, he learns about his his grandfather and uh, under, trying to understand why he turned to the dark side. What was it that he needed or wanted? And you're you're kind of mentioning that that was what took Anakin there. That's what he didn't really want to rule the galaxy, but uh, he wanted to, the ability to save those that he loved from dying. Um, so that's one way to take it. I mean, I've heard other people say that maybe he like like some of the craziest stuff I've, I've heard is that. Maybe he, he learns or hears or realizes or uh, that, that Palpatine is not completely destroyed in, in some capacity, or he's being talked to by Anakin or, or something crazy. There's a lot of crazy ideas as to what, um, what it is that he wants to finish. Um, I will finish what you started. Yeah. Like, what does that mean? <laughs> uh. It
3: could be so many things. But yeah, Anakin never necessarily wanted to rule the galaxy, you know, and... The other things we really know about Kylo Ren is, you know, let the past die, kill it if you have to. But mm-hmm. what is he making way for? What's his... Yeah, I, I really don't get what his end goal is at this point. I don't know if he does. Well,
2: see, I've never really understood why he... I mean, I have ideas maybe as to why he turned to the dark side or how he was uh, seduced by Snoke, but it's, it's really muddled and kind of unclear, right? I think that's one of the things we're going to have to get either more on, as you say, in the books, or that's going to be a big nugget of information in this next film, right?
3: It's going to have to be. It really, you know, there's there's so many things that they'll need to answer. Um, a lot of it, obviously, is... I don't even want to say raised parents because that, I don't think, is the important part, is who she was physically born to. Yeah. But... Raise connection to the force. They have to answer. Yeah, they need to answer where all of Leia's allies were and how they're going to rebuild and what they're doing. Um, yeah, I will say I know it comes out. We're recording this tomorrow, but I was able to get an early copy of Black Spire.
2: Oh wow. Um. Yep.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So I'm almost done with that, and that gives us a pretty good idea of where the rebellion's really at. Right okay. after the Battle of Crait. And it is abysmal. Um, so they're going to have to answer how they built themselves back up to even still be at this point. Yeah. Um, huh. Obviously, they're bringing in more connections with Poe, with Carrie Russell's character, Zori. Yeah. So there's just a lot they have to answer. And then, of course, they need to give us everything we we need to feel satisfied from Kylo Ren and from Ray.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm,
3: so right. I don't I don't understand how they're gonna do that if they really do expect to then turn Ray. You can't do it. There's not enough time.
2: Right to turn Ray and then focus on all of that other stuff. Yeah, I I think you're right. That there's that's too much. And I was talking to Matt and he's he mentioned something uh, recently, just that like if that is like the big twist or turn at the end, you wouldn't show it, right? So it's got to be something that would happen maybe in the first third or, you know, sometime there when, when, um, well, even if it is, as you said, Kylo kind of going through his own force cave and, and facing his own trial, if you will, or, or what have you, then that would be earlier, like early on. And we would see him facing down some of his demons, but, um, I don't know. Can can I tell you the only way I think that, like, (laughs) that, that Ray would turn to, we'd have dark Ray and it would stick and it would be. Like early on, and it would be something that we that we deal with. Well, first of all, I, I hold on. I, I don't think it is is going to be, you know, a significant portion of the movie. Flat out, I don't think that. And, and one of the reasons I think that is because John Boyega and Daisy Ridley were a little bit shocked to see he wanted to. Sh- I, I watched an interview where he wanted to kind of mm. he he wanted to show up on the day where she was dressing up like that. Um, and it seemed like it was a day. <laughs> you no, know, it wasn't like it was multiple days it seemed like it was a let's go in let's shoot this um and and he he wasn't there for it so he was excited to kind of see what it looked like so i'm like well okay that's pretty telling i mean it's it's so it's 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 confined uh to a day's worth of shooting is what it seems like but
3: that's true yeah. such a good point
2: so so i don't know i mean it's it's still awesomely cool it's it's it's, it's amazing um the the only way though for those people who are out there like really hoping that this is going we're going to have a an actual like Rey's actually going to turn to the dark side and that's not a force vision it's not a world between worlds it's nothing it's like really her flesh and blood this does happen the only way i could think that that would take place is if you had like another order 66 or something you had something if you believe the idea that ray came from a, from an observatory or she was somehow a product of the emperor or He had this is some contingency plan, and then he's able to flip a switch inside of her, and she turns against her will. You know, I mean that's the only that yeah like where she would actually because she's just too good. She's just not. She had the option. I mean, he said join me, and she didn't. She couldn't. She's like, don't, don't do this. Um, don't go that way. And so she's already kind of faced that. I feel like, and so. She would be she, she she would turn away. So I like your idea that we're gonna get caught up in this, um, this journey with Kylo Ren and and see him really exploring, uh, going real deep with like the Force and just everything that that like all of its powers and and getting enveloped in all of that and and that may be the extent to which we see Palpatine. You're you're right. It may just be a small little thing, and it's really throwing us off of the of the bigger, uh, fight here. So, but but the other part is like. We're going to have a final battle, right, between Rey and, and Kylo. I'm guessing. I'm mm-hmm. hoping. Anyways. We have to. Right. So, to get there, uh, well, first of all, are you a believer in Ben Demption? Like, what what are your thoughts on that before we move forward?
3: Um, I don't want it to happen just for the sake of of it happening. I don't want it to happen just because it's Star Wars, it's a story of hope, and people love Adam Driver. To be clear, I love Adam Driver, too. He's wonderful. He's an amazing actor. Um, But I don't feel so connected to Kylo Ren and to Ben Mm -hmm. that if there is no Ben Demption and if Kylo Ren goes out just a villain, I wouldn't be upset.
2: Right, right. Well, I, I I guess I wonder like if uh, you start to think about back to what you're saying, if, if Luke is showing him certain things and he's he's seeing uh, the Emperor's fleet and he's seeing Ray, Dark uh, Dark Ray, like he's trying to persuade him, I would think to rejoin the light side. And he does talk about the struggle with that, that he feels the the, the pull again uh, to the light. So we know that it's been a struggle, but. Um, like why? Why would what would cause him? I don't. Like, does he love Ray that much, or is is like what's gonna what would cause him to come back? You know, because I, I, because my co-host, okay, Matt Matt Starwind over here, like is such a believer in Redemption, just believes that through and through. It's gonna happen, but I wonder what would cause him to come back. You know, it's like. Anakin Darth Vader it was it was the love of his son right he 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 saw what he was going through and his son believed so much in him no one else did Obi-Wan had had given up on him uh, seemingly Yoda yeah, s- said that he that you know it, it was done and over they w- they were they were unwilling to tell Luke who his father was because they believed that Luke just needed to kill and destroy him and Luke found and saw another way and Ray mentions that as well so I'm thinking like Ray was the person in The Last Jedi to say, we need him, right? She, she kept seeing that, but then it seemed like that door is closed. And she's not believing that anymore. So unless Leia, and by the way, I, I've always believed that it, it, like this was going to be a um, mother-son showdown in the end. And to, to, to some regard, like if Carrie Fisher were still here with us, I think they had much more planned for her involvement in his turn, if he were to turn. If you're a believer in that
3: what if we're thinking about Ben Demption in the wrong way and we're thinking that it happens because he turns back to the light? But what if these kind of whether it's, you know, a vision, um, whether it's a war between worlds, something like that, his his cave test, if you will. Yeah. You know, I think we really did see Ray's cave test, and now it's time we see his. What if his Ben Demption is saying Oh my God, look at all of these things I've done. I need to accept responsibility for it. But going into all these other theories, now he understands that he had to have done these things for Ray to rise. You know, powerful light, powerful dark. The only way we would have gotten Ray as the hero mm-hmm. is by doing all of those things. And he just accepts who he is and makes some kind of sacrifice so that Ray can continue to grow that force in the galaxy.
2: Wow. I like that. I, I, I like that because to the Reylo folks, they believe it's his love for her and that kind of thing, right? But but I could see that, him seeing the significance of, of her being uh, there and this new spark or this new, um, you know, hero, if you will, right? Uh, and if the Emperor is able to be, like, one step ahead of them, I also thought maybe if he's being, uh, if he wants to be supreme leader now, right, and he's, he's uh, trying to run the show, but it seems like, Palpatine has outmaneuvered him in some way. I mean, if there's some shadow like like Shadow of the Empire, right, coming back and it it's all these uh Star Destroyers and all this craziness is happening and he's just getting outmaneuvered, then and then he starts to see that he's 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 so he's lost that game. He's he's he can't be he's getting beat by old Palpy and then he sees Ray, who was this beacon of light and hope or whatever. Um Ex- starting to be extinguished because of what uh Palpatine is doing to her. I don't know. I mean I th- I think of the line where she's talking to Finn and she says um what did she say something like uh you can't go with me it's too dangerous.
3: Yeah, it's too dangerous. I have to go alone. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. Um Yeah. But yeah, for, I don't know. I I, I I wish there were more for the... Did you have any significance, by the way? You were We, we talked before we were, we were starting, the idea that uh, her lightsaber, the red lightsaber that we see, that is the longest, by the way, double-bladed lightsaber I've ever seen in my life. That is long. Yeah. What's, yeah, what's up it with is. That?
3: And it, it has that switchblade that we've seen before um, we saw in Clone Wars, but mostly in Rebels with the Jedi Temple Guard. Yeah. And that's the only one that kind of flips like that um we've seen them where they need to be pieced together
2: Mm -hmm.
3: but the jedi temple guards were the ones who had that um flip switch and then of course the dual blades seem cracked the same way yeah uh kylos does
2: right yes it does so
3: i i don't know if it's going back to we're getting a little bit more of like the old republic era with this i don't know if it's something you know the sith species but what that design really is you know it's it's not totally new there is a little bit of a callback there Mm -hmm. uh so i'm gonna be interested to see what it was and maybe that's even more of a reason why this could be kylo's force test um this could, you know, we know that him and Luke were going around trying to collect these artifacts going into these observatories. Yeah. And that's how he got the ideas for things like a cross guard lightsaber because he's, he'd seen it from those relics before. Maybe this is something like that. You know, they say mm-hmm. that when you dream, it's because you saw something in real life. And even though you didn't register it, it's your subconscious.
2: Sure that
3: remembers it and that puts it in your dreams maybe it's something like that where this is something kylo had seen before and it's just his subconscious now putting it in his cave test um the other reason why i think it could be a little bit more of maybe a cave test than the war between or world between worlds is because it has that really weird cut to Ray, or it's not even a cut it's not even some kind of transition that we typically see in Star Wars it's just like a zoom pan yeah. to Rey and that was really off-putting because it's not something we commonly see in
2: Star Wars true yeah that's a good point well and I was thinking yeah that's the force test right and maybe if he were seeing that um that regardless of what you would have done eventually the the puppeteer would have Created another, another puppet. If if Kylo is the puppet for Palpatine, and and uh, despite what he would have done, it would have been Rey, regardless. So really, the the, the issue is is above these two, uh, and and you know Palpy's been pulling the strings since the beginning, maybe. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
2: So that that'd be interesting. You know, another thought that I had, um, in the the old just a, a throwback here to Legends, um, in the Thrawn trilogy doesn't Luke fight a clone of himself uh he and Mara Jade I think they fight was it uh Luke or something like that uh and it's,
3: yeah and then of course Palpatine has all those clones I really don't subscribe to the rise a clone or there's any more clones yeah in Star Wars again you know I'm not the kind of person who says like if they do this or if they don't do this i'm done with star wars forever obviously yeah i am in this no matter what yeah but but that unless they do it really well would bother me um yeah. i totally trust jj i think he knows what he's doing with this i think he had a plan from the beginning um i hope it's not clones in any way i think that would be the easy way out and it's just not something we're interested in anymore, if that makes sense. You yeah. know, at the, at the time they were doing all of this, and at the time George Lucas was putting this together, if you remember, uh, Dolly the Cloned Sheep was the big deal. Mm-hmm. And that's where society was focused, and that's where society was thinking at the time of these EU books, yeah. was, is cloning good or bad? Is this something that good guys would do? What purposes could this be used for? And there were all these questions, and that's kind of faded from... Society as a whole. Yeah. Um, so I don't think we're going to get that just because these movies should be some kind of a, a reflection and some kind of a mirror for where we are at as a society, yeah. what struggles we're facing. And I think that's why Star Wars has that longevity because it lives on like that. Whereas clones, that's way more science fiction mm-hmm. Um and it's a little bit more fleeting and those questions will be answered in a different time at different places.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I just had to bring it up because, you know, w- when you see it, she looks so almost robotic. I mean, yeah, like she is being controlled or something. Yeah, And it's just weird. It's it's really weird. Uh, it's off-putting. Yeah. Yeah. Like no emotion on her face. It's It's... It's odd, and I, I I I don't know. I just kind of thought if there if because I've read tons of theories where you know Moz sneaks into an underwater facility and finds you know uh, stole a baby and it was Rey and all this stuff. and It was a cloning facility, and they go back <laughs> and destroy it. It just gets it gets to be kind of kind of crazy. And there's only there's been one subtle mention of clones in um, the Force Awakens, right? But but that's it. I mean, and I I hope mm. not to. I, I honestly. Don't really want to hear any more about clones. So,
3: <laughs> yeah, I could go without it. Yeah, yeah. But so. again, if something is ever done right, then I'm not gonna. I'm n- I'm willing to say, even though it's not something I wanted, as long as it's done right, mm-hmm. I'll admit to it and I'll enjoy it.
2: Yeah, there's probably ways to do it. There, there would be a, a cool way to probably pull it off, um, a twist, if you will. I mean, people have hinted. They've looked at that uh, the the mirror scene with Ray, right? And they've said. Look at that! Right there's there's all these different um, this this repetition of Ray over and over and over again. Which, by the way, I've 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 stopped thinking about that scene because it just drives me bonkers. I don't really know what to make of it. You know what I mean?
3: hmm
2: Yeah. It's, yeah.
3: There's I I don't know if we'll ever really understand what to make of it. You know, I I think we overanalyze it to be honest. Yeah. I think it really is just Ray's confusion with herself and realizing all these different. Layers and people who she could be, and it it scares her for a little bit. But I think the whole point is to make us just uneasy.
2: Yeah, yeah, which is fine. Which is fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway, <laughs> it worked. It did work. Yeah, it, I mean, and maybe there'll be a nugget or two in this in this new movie that will shed some light on that or, or give us um, a little bit, you know, more more explanation. Uh, so, but yeah, Dark Ray just scares the daylights out of me and I would I would be really disappointed if if it turns out that that she um, that that she goes that way I just don't it would be our hero getting completely um, you know either corrupted or or if Palpatine does come back in the flesh and blood and he's so powerful that he can bend her will I don't see her willingly turning so and there are folks out there who want that. They, they they want her to turn for Ben, for Kylo, and you know, to join him and just have this dark side this dark side romance, which is crazy. Uh but if you look at it, she doesn't look that that dark side Ray doesn't look like our Ray. Doesn't look like, like someone who's sinister and things. It just she looks like almost uh like not alive, like a robot, like I said. Yeah. So
3: it's it's almost like um, that scene. Of course, they do it so differently in the movie than in the books. Um, we need the we need Swish and Flick on here to talk about this. But it's like the scene <laughs> in Harry Potter, Deathly Hallows, where uh, Ron opens up the horcrux and he sees um, Harry and uh, Hermione. Yeah. And even in the book, it describes, you know, it it clearly isn't them. Yeah. It's this crazy different version where anyone logically would be able to say of course that's not real but you're so wrapped up in that feeling and in the moment that it feels so real for a second and I think I think it could be a little bit like that where of course we can look at it and say later on you know how did how did we ever think this could be real look how different she looks but for now with no details we're just so off put by it um yeah. And I mean, let's let's talk about though the scene where we, we know it's the the right we know and love where she's it looks like that training sequence in mm. the forest. And can I just say for your sake, I hope it's Endor and I hope we get some Ewoks. Oh,
2: my Lord. I am. I, I really do. It's I'm begging. I'm begging for it. I don't know why, but it's we need it. I don't know if we know how bad we need it, but I do. We We need it. So, you deserve it I do. you deserve <laughs> Thank it you.
3: but how cool was that scene she looked awesome there
2: yeah yeah she, uh, absolutely and and that's sort of i mean they talk about this being this great big um adventure that they're going on i don't think there's any time for ray to be like like she's just on on this adventure and she's doing her own thing i don't know what the heck kylo's up to um but i, I feel like he's he's not on a quest he's stewing somewhere and he's he's seeing things and being tormented and what have you and uh, while she's out on this quest to do whatever it is that she's going to do, but yeah, that looked epic. And you know, speaking of the rest of the footage, like what was the scene where they walk up and there's just looks like a bunch of people. They're in this valley full of, um, like, what was in that valley?
3: Oh, <laughs> the Burning Man Valley.
2: Yeah, what is that?
3: Um, they mentioned this at celebration, and there were some more photos from the Vanity Fair spread. Let me see if I can find the planet name that's escaping me now. Yeah. Um, but there were I mean it looks absolutely beautiful. That's where they were filming in I think in Jordan. Okay. Um and I think it's also the same planet where Poe is going to be a lot at least in all the promo promotional photos that came out so far, it looked like Poe's going to be there okay. for most of his story. Huh.
2: Let me see. And this is yeah, so maybe they're they're joining up with Poe he's just got because it's like you know you've got Ray there you've got Finn Chewbacca C-3PO um Mm -hmm. and they're they're coming it's like kind of like a desert area they come up over the uh the edge there and they look down and they see just it looks awesome I don't know I don't really know what it is a bunch of people a bunch of uh, a a gathering no it wasn't
3: people um it looked like I mean they they were shown photos too. It was all like the practical effects and it just looked awesome. I'm trying to Are there the things flying there. in the air
2: and stuff like what, you know, like I've
3: seen so many spoofs of it today of people like photoshopping in Coachella.
2: Oh god. <laughs> Let me oh, see. you
3: know what? I think this is also, though, according to the Vanity Fair spread, it looks really similar to where we're going to see the Knights of Ren as well.
2: Okay, okay, okay. Let me just start with this play real quick. I want to, I want to try to fast forward here. Turn this volume down. Because I was shocked.
3: Setting for the planet Pasana.
2: Oh, say it again. What's it called?
3: Pasana. Pasana P A S A A N A.
2: Okay. 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 Um, let's see. There's Ray throwing her lightsaber. Huh. Yeah, okay, wait a second. So it's at 115 in, 115 in the, um, the reel. And they look down into this valley. And there's, there's, looks like kites flying and, I don't know what all this is here well the the
3: creatures that they made for it they wear these like really colorful garbs that are really like reminiscent of tribal garbs that you would probably say, yeah, I just send you a picture of it. I'm sure we can post it too, okay, yeah, but look at what they're wearing, and that I think is gonna make that little village make a lot more sense
2: I mean it looks like there's thousands of people are we seeing uh the same thing here let me see let me see what you what have you thrown at me here um okay yeah those people yeah yeah so but if uh, so if you look at like 115 in in the in the reel there's they come up over this do you, do you know the part that i'm talking about
3: I know exactly the part. And then when we think about the original teaser we got too, um, you know, we have Ray with, at least I think Ray was on the speeder with like C3PO and Poe. And they're doing some chase through the Jordan Desert. So I think a lot of the action is going to take place on this. And that's, you know, what we need to talk about too is what's the big adventure that the three of them are going on Mm -hmm. that Ray probably originally tries to go on her own is is she saying it's too dangerous to go see kylo on her own or is she saying it's too dangerous for you to come on this mission is that the very beginning of the movie and then they all go off on it together Gotcha. there has to be some kind of macguffin that they're all going after Mm -hmm. um so whether they find it on this planet whether it takes them to this planet but it just seems like they were doing a lot of filming here a lot of high speed chases. And again, we see the Knights of Ren here as well at some point. I don't know
2: at what point, but the Knights of Ren were filming there. So it looks like, and I don't know why I'm hung up on this. Whatever those alien creatures are, thousands of them, thousands and thousands.
3: Yeah.
2: Like, and they, they walk out and they're looking at them and in this canyon. Like, what, is this? A, is this a mass of people just moving across the desert?
3: oh me I don't know I really you know is it some kind of force connected tribe maybe they've been waiting for them maybe this is who Leia needed for the resistance I really don't know because it
2: looks like they're celebrating almost like not that they like I just don't like there's smoke um there's uh looks like they're all kind of camped around here there's no permanent real like looking shelter uh there's some some tents uh what looks like kites I don't know what the heck these things are they're a, flying in the in the sky. Uh, it's just super surprising, kind of shocking. So I, I just didn't know if you had any thoughts on that and, and the whole crew's there, Ray and Finn and um, Chewie and Poe. Yeah, and, and it Rupil. seems
3: like, um, you know, I don't know what's going to happen with Poe, especially now that we know he has some kind of connection to Zori. Um, I don't know if he goes off with Lando at any point I don't know where he ends up, but we know that Finn and Janna, the Mm -hmm. new character, we know they're going to spend a good amount of time together, both through more promotional photos, through the fact that they're in that cockpit together now. And then Ray goes off to fight Kylo. So I I don't know what they could be after and at what point the three of them split up. But at some point, it looks like the three of them are each going to go do their own thing.
2: Yeah. Well, and then when you look at the, the, there was the red sort of like laser shot into that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that terrain looks similar to to where they're at. I mean, that that same planet. Um, as you said, th- that's where it looks like Ray is either training or, or there's a big chase going down. As as you said, all that seems to be happening there. Uh, what I'm loving about this is we're seeing different settings too, because then. Um just moments later you see Ray, as you said, what on indoor. I'll just go ahead and say it. She's on indoor. Um tossing her, her saber around. Did you see the remote? There's a remote behind that tree.
3: Yeah. Yeah, there is.
2: Wow. That's I sick. don't know
3: I mean that I don't know what's going on with the red bandaid though.
2: Yeah, I mean <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That's interesting. Uh and then uh one more question here. So so our friend C three PO. Has had uh, a little something going on. Something's up.
3: Uh, a little touch up. Do you think he's gonna die? I think he's gonna die.
2: Absolutely, he's gonna die. Hundred percent. Yeah. That's that's my one guaranteed. I'd bet money on it. And it's gonna be in such an epic way. I, I don't, Oh yeah. I don't know why the red eyes though. I don't know if that's something. There's some sub. There's some program he's gonna activate. I don't know. Uh, what would cause that to happen? I think it's gonna be in either defense of R two or because I don't think R 2s dying. By the way, what is R2 up to? I mean, we haven't seen anything. Yeah, um, we?
3: yeah, we've only seen him in that picture with Luke and that's it.
2: Yeah, it's it's just R2's super kind of uh left out here and I I don't know that I, that I like that, but uh Yeah, anyways, so he um he's 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 after somebody. He remember the original poster? He had the bowcaster. Uh the poster that was Luke oh, or whatever? Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think I so I do. Hopefully, hopefully he has a, a really epic moment, but unfortunately, I think he's gonna die. It's just so sad. Yeah,
3: uh, I think it'll be some kind of self-sacrifice.
2: Yeah. Now, where do you think they're fighting on this? Um, you know where, where the waves are crashing up on yeah. the ship or whatever. What is it? The Death Star still? Is that?
3: Yeah. Yeah, I think it's the Death Star.
2: So where do you think the Death Star is?
3: At? I'm still. I'm still not convinced it's. Death Star Two, though that's the only thing. Yeah, because I wouldn't be surprised. It it would make more sense, I think, for them to end up back on Yavin.
2: Okay, why why back on Yavin? Just because that's where everything started?
3: It well, one, it would be more beneficial to the Resistance. You know, again, all theories that we have right now, they need to fill multiple holes. One, Yavin would be more useful to the resistance the same way crate was they had bases there they might still have old equipment there there could be supplies there they know the areas um you know we don't have any reason to believe that within a few days of endor they stayed on endor
0: mm-hmm.
3: you know aftermath made it seem like they got in got it out whereas yavin they really had that base Additionally, Yavin was home to ancient Jedi temples. Mm-hmm. So it would make sense that they have something uh Rey would need mm-hmm. and maybe even Kylo would need or he goes to follow Ray. Um but since Ray has the ancient texts it would make pretty it it seems like common sense that they would lead her to Yavin.
2: Yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah, I can, I could, I could see that. What I don't like about that though is just I don't get my Ewoks, and I'm, I I'm wondering how Palpatine is tied in. You know, yeah, <laughs> like, uh, uh,
3: I know. What you're you're more concerned about the Ewoks than Palpatine? Let's be real. I know.
2: I know. Let me ask you though. So, yeah, uh, outside of all everything that we saw, where does how does Palpatine show up? I mean, is is it only in The you know when in in your theory when Kylo gets to this world between worlds or like when does when do you think that takes place and like how do you think he comes back I guess because one of the interviews I saw um, again was this was Daisy Ridley I think talking uh, at D23 talked about the idea that it wasn't like he was just showing up once it was sort of almost like he it develops throughout the, the film which shocked me. I have to find. Yeah, that.
3: she did. She did say something like, "You wouldn't, you know, when you see it, it's not like you're going to be. Oh my God, the Emperor! It's going to make a lot of sense that he's there.
2: Like it gets explained, uh, is what she said. It'll be, it'll all be yeah. explained. So I'm sort of like, okay, is it going to be like an ex- explanation in the first third, and then we move on, and we're over the Emperor, and we're moving on, or is it like he's? It's something that's lingering the whole film.
3: Was it? It might have been Matt in the episode you guys put out. Earlier, yeah. did Matt say he kind of thinks that it could be, you know, when when uh, Kylo does the "I feel the pull to the light, help me, grandfather, show me again, grandfather," mm-hmm. he thinks this whole time that he was talking to Vader, but really it was Palpatine yeah. kind of guiding him.
2: Yeah, yep, that yep, that's a possibility, and he I did think say that, that.
3: Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah.
2: Okay. Okay. So then, is that actually Palpatine talking back to him? You know, reaching back through. The force, to to Ben, or what you know is, I guess my question is, is is Palpatine alive in the flesh and blood? What do you think? Is, did he reanimate, or did he uh, possess someone, or what? What's going on?
3: Um, I will say, my good friends over at Clashing Sabers, Mark and Adriana, they're pretty convinced that it's like a Horcrux type thing. Okay. And he really did infuse himself in certain objects. You know, we we talk so much about the importance of masks. And we see in things like the Aftermath interludes with the Acolytes of the Beyond. Yeah. They're really focused on collecting these artifacts. And they think that they have more power than just symbolism. Okay. So maybe, maybe that could be it. And maybe that's what Kylo is going around and collecting. But... I'm going to be really interested to see where this conversation takes us when things like Force Collector starts to come out.
2: Yeah, I was I was just about to ask you about that. So, do we know any? What are the details on that? Is, is it is um, is it not a story of Ben Solo?
3: It's not. Okay. And I don't think they really meant to say that, but there was so much speculation going on that. Because
2: um, it, it the cover looks like, like a like young. One yeah,
3: it did. It did. So they came out and they they did say that it's not. It might have been like Matt Martin on Twitter, and then one service. It wasn't Amazon, or maybe it was like Amazon in Australia, mm-hmm. published the uh, synopsis too early, oh. and it said the the kid's name, but it wasn't Ben.
2: Wow. So yeah. is this someone who's with the? Like who? Who is this? Uh, what faction is he associated with, or is it just is he on his own, or what's what's the? It
3: sounds like it's really just him, like a classic Star Wars kid on its kid on his own, going around doing this on his own.
2: Holy cow! Is there yeah. is there a time frame for it? Is it like because it's this is a part of the journey to the rise of Skywalker, right?
3: Yes, and that's part of why people thought it was Ben because it's you know like X amount of years before. Force Awakens. So he would have been about that age.
2: Huh. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, because I was hoping we would get a little bit more details on maybe his journeys with Luke or something and, um, yeah, more of these artifacts, but wow. Um, One more question here, I guess, maybe, and then we'll kind of wrap things up, but when uh, do we go back to Jakku and if so, even if we don't, do we ever learn who left Rey on Jakku or what, what what the deal is there? I know we said that we're going to learn about her parentage. I, I think Daisy Ridley said that. Like, yes, it's answered. But do we get the answers to, like, why she's on Jakku? What do you think? Thoughts? Or do we... I think we're... Yeah.
3: I think we're going to have to. They've built up Jakku too much. Yeah. To just let it go. You know, between the Battle of Jakku, the Observatory, there's... There's too much there for them to just be like, eh, "and forget it now." Yeah. Okay. Um, and I think that's part of why people are so convinced that we're going to get more with Mustafar. They're building it up so much in um, mm. Rogue One, yeah. in you know Vader comics, comics yep. and Vader Immortal. they they're just doing too much to just say it's not important. So I do think we're going to get some clarification on Jakku. I don't know if we're necessarily going to see it again, only because I don't see how they could have gone back to that location to film, and it not have been a big deal.
2: Ah, okay, yeah, how that, yeah, they've done a pretty good job though of keeping stuff. I mean, under wraps. I'm like, I'm super impressed. I love the the lack of leaks and and things. I, I every once in a while, I'll go check. Oh yeah, to see. they're tight with it. Yeah, they're tight. Thank goodness, because it's great. I think it's it's it needs to be that way. This is the last you know, installment. So it's, uh, uh, I don't know. It. I want everyone going in. you got to do it big, yeah. Yeah, let, yeah, let it do its thing. Let, let's go in there and and let, um, because I, like, I don't know, I was talking to Matt who did read some of the spoilers ahead of time going into the film and it can, I it mean, it, obviously there's spoilers for a reason. It, it spoils it. It takes away some of the the the, the delivery that the director is, is setting up. So uh, as much as I love to podcast about it and think about it and stuff, I don't want to actually see uh, too many, if you will, I guess. Yeah, Spoilers. Yeah. I like to see. Is an it image. weird? Like, I don't. I don't yeah. want to be
3: right. I don't want to be
2: right. Yeah, I, I like to just. Uh, and I, I actually, know. my favorite thing to do is is to listen to five different people talk about, you know, Dark Side Ray, and have them all have a different idea on what it could be, and they're all sold on that idea. Uh, well, hopefully they're not sold to the point where they're gonna be super disappointed and then like hate Star Wars forever because I, I don't like that either. But um, but. You know that they have a good idea as to how they could it could be delivered, uh, just because then it's like it's anybody's guess, which is cool. So mm-hmm. I don't know. That's that's. I'm just super happy that they've done that, and I don't even know. Are we? Is there any plans to get? Uh, so we get this footage. Are there plans to get a trailer? Is there going to be coming up here in the fall? We're going to get like an actual second trailer.
3: Yeah. When do we normally get? It? I think in like October, right? Yeah. Force Friday is October fourth.
2: Right, um, Matt was saying that uh, he thought we might get something with the start of the NFL season. Typically, a lot of people watching TV then, and it'll mm. be the the opener for you know the NFL opener. Maybe we get some a commercial or something. But uh, I was kind of shocked. It was it's not a trailer. There's just a a, a snid bit here and there, literally just like a second or two of extra stuff. So
3: yeah, and there's they're still not branding it as a trailer at all. Yeah. Just special footage. That's it, just special footage. Special
2: footage, yeah. Well, it's yeah. special, all right, that's for sure. Um, yeah. If anybody gets a chance to go back and look at this uh, this footage and uh, pay pay extra attention to these uh, Star Destroyers that we're looking at because that looks like a graveyard. It looks like they just parked them there and they're just waiting for something or for someone to come take control of them. I mean, it's... Yeah.
3: I mean... The other part of that, too, is in Aftermath, Ray Sloan takes such special notice of keeping track of where every single superstar Destroyer is. I can't imagine that they could have had hundreds of extra Star Destroyers and no one having known, and just send them into the unknown region. So I I do think that's part of a vision.
2: Do you really? (laughs) I do. See, I kind of think that, yeah, I mean, well, really... I guess if if I thought that the Emperor was coming back in flesh and blood and he was going to be like a big deal, or even if he's possessing someone else or has had an essence transfer situation or what have you, then I would believe that this fleet is real. And he did something in secret and it was like completely secret. But I am kind of with you in that I don't think he's going to be back in the flesh and blood. And I don't think he's going to be even close to like possessing someone else or anything like that. So it makes me think that this is just... Yeah. Sort of a a sight that someone would see. It would be although what what's tricky about it is that is literally the the uh I want to say two is it two seconds before? It's uh, uh, Finn and uh, what what's her name again in the movie um that he goes off uh, on? Uh Jana. Jana? Janna? Yeah. Janna? Yeah, Finn and Jana are Looking at something, they're kind of shocked at whatever they're looking at, and they, 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 they—you know how they cut it up. I mean, it's like first you see the fleet, and then you, then you cut right to them staring out the the viewport. So you think, yeah, you kind of think, oh, are they, are they seeing that? Are they actually seeing that? Um, which would be crazy. It'd be crazy if they did. (laughs) It would be. Yeah.
3: I mean the the other thing too is it would have been impossible, absolutely impossible. To do this well if we didn't have a small force vision scene in The Force Awakens. Because you can't have nine movies, Mm -hmm. never play around with any type of time jump or vision like that, and then all of a sudden in the ninth movie have it be such a strong part of the narrative. Yeah. But because they tested the waters and they introduced us to it and they showed us it could be done in Force Awakens, now we're setting it up where we can do it on a much grander scale, being a grand scale of hundreds of star destroyers. And it doesn't piss us off and it doesn't say that was the easy way out because they already planted those seeds early on.
2: Right. Yeah, and and, and that's I, I like what your your point was earlier that JJ probably had something in mind from the get go and and uh, laid that foundation, so yeah, it is much more believable when we see it. I I will make one more little uh, if that is an actual fleet, and the resistance is short on resources. Kind of a throwback to uh, Talon Card in in uh, the Thrawn trilogy, right? He he talks about the mm. Katana fleet and this this mysterious fleet that was on like a a beck and call kind of like a slave rig or whatever, uh, where they could run it with the skeleton crew. And it'd be crazy if, 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 like Finn shows up there and is able to somehow wrangle a few of those things. I mean, they don't have the people to, to man them, but I mean, like, I don't know. It'd be kind of crazy if they're just sitting there and there's, uh, no one on them or, who knows you know be kind
3: of could you like the yeah the resistance is in like such bad shape they can't use the x-wings and b-wings anymore but they stumble across the star destroyers that'd be
2: nuts right i mean that would be awesome maybe they'd come back in (laughs) it's it's almost like it was it was laying there in reserve it was this this group of star destroyers that got lost and uh or palpatine had this private stash and they it's rumored that it's out there and they go find it and bring it back just in time be crazy that's a little too that's a little too much as you're getting a little carried away getting a little carried away so if only oh my gosh okay awesome well Lindsay, i'm telling you the lady the the lady of lore here just always coming in sharing some knowledge uh going crazy and this just
3: ideas just ideas there's no one i would rather speculate with
2: oh gosh i love speculation and you know and this is day one too so I mean, as we get uh, a trailer and we get closer, we're definitely going to talk more because I'm um, sure you'll be thinking of different ideas and, and, and things will kind of develop. Um, you know, we're hoping to get more from our listeners oh, sure. and and uh, read some of their thoughts and transmissions too. So this is, this is great. This is fun. Uh, would you like to, so uh, where can folks uh, listen to you or find you on the interwebs?
3: Yeah, you guys can find me on the Clashing Sabers podcast network. Um, I'm on the flagship show there and on the show Don't Burn the Sacred Text. We have a ton of cool stuff going on now, especially. Uh, We recently did one interview with Claudia Gray. We just had Zoraida Cordova on the show. Um, We do lots of fun mashups, and I can't say exactly who we have coming on when, but I can tell you that in the next few weeks there's going to be some really really awesome stuff. Um, so go ahead and check us out over at Clashing Sabers and on Twitter you can find me at The Lady of Lore.
2: Yeah. Wow, you are just racking up all sorts of I mean next you're going to have JJ on. And I'm going to be like, "Are you kidding me?"
3: <sighs> Look, I will <laughs> tell you the next guest we have lined up is huge. It's going to be a doozy.
2: Yeah, it's okay jayzy cow so if you haven't gone over there subscribe check them out you have to um you know just uh, and I'll, I'll make sure i get uh Lindsay back on here to talk about what it was like uh you know doing all those interviews and fun times because we talked a little bit I, I i haven't had a chance really maybe we, when we're done here i can talk to you more about some of your more recent interviews because oh, sure. i'm sure that was whoo i'm sure that was wild i love listening to yeah. those by the way they were great so
3: oh god i'm glad yeah no it's a lot of fun
2: okay Cool beans. All right, wait, and also Matt. Uh, Matt is uh, so we, we recorded a little bit early, and uh, he he's over on he's over on the West Coast. You know, he's on West Coast time, so I, he missed out. I'm just like, man, we we can't stay up till 10, 11 o'clock at night. Okay, we we got to get to bed. So he's he's missed he's missed out. This is the second time he's missed Lindsay, and he's just yeah, like,
3: me and Matt are actually the same person. Yeah, he's the Bruce Wayne to Batman.
2: <laughs> uh, that's hysterical oh gosh he would love that reference so we'll have you back on and like I said I promise I promised him that I would um, you know get you guys hooked up and stuff he's coming to celebration with us so you are definitely going uh, uh, to meet him thankfully I bought that ticket I bought another four day pass or whatever good golly those went those went fast Um, but that was a day yeah yeah all right friends well uh, yeah so thanks again Lindsay we really appreciate it Um, can't wait to have you back Uh, We want to thank you for hanging out in hyperspace. In our next episode, we will be discussing your transmissions, uh, send us your Star Wars theories, your origin story, uh, send us your favorite memories from a galaxy far, far away. If you like our podcast, don't forget to subscribe, like us, write a review, leave a comment, or send us a transmission at hyperspacehangout at gmail.com. We will see you in a week. And remember, traveling through hyperspace ain't like dusting crops.